Welcome to the Eddie Hyatt Podcast. I am your host and teacher, Eddie Hyatt. So glad you joined me again today as we continue our exciting series in Paul's letter to the church at Ephesus. And we got some more exciting uh, good news from Paul's letter to share today. And we're going to pick up where we left off yesterday. We are at Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 8. And uh, we're going to begin reading. And I'm going to read just about um, probably uh, uh, about three verses, eight, eight through ten. And then we will get into what is, has been called the fivefold ministry. Um, but, but first, let's just read uh, verses eight, nine, and ten, because there's a, a lot there that I want to get across to you today. Therefore, uh, but let's start at verse seven. He says, But to each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. To each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. So whatever God calls us to do, he gives us the grace. Out of his grace, he gives us uh, whatever it is that we need. He gives us the internal fortitude and strength and power to carry out uh, the calling and the gift that he has given us. And and they and they're all different. My gift is not going to look like yours. Your gift is not going to look like somebody else's. We are all unique individuals. And even the same gifts working through different people will be expressed differently because God apparently loves variety. He loves uh, diversity. And uh, uh, just just think about your fingerprints. Your fingerprints, apparently there's no two fingerprints uh, in the world just alike. And, and people, uh, for, for, for many decades, fingerprints have been used to identify people in law enforcement. And now they have all other kinds of things. Even voice recognition uh, is being used, um, face recognition. Um, DNA, because every person is unique. I understand what, what how many people are on Earth now. The population is growing so fast, but I think at at least six billion. But no two people are their fingerprints just alike, or their voice just alike, or their face just alike, or their DNA just alike. Incredible variety. So what that tells us is don't, you know. It's originals that have value. Copies do not have value. And when God made you, he made an original. Do not diminish your value by becoming a copy of somebody else. Be the original that God created you to be. And uh, so I see this in verse 7, but to each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore, he says, when he ascended on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts to men. I'll never forget a, a number of years ago. Now, by the way, this, this is Paul introducing these, I'm, I'll call them leadership gifts. I don't like the word fivefold because if you look at 1 Corinthians uh, 12, 28, there is an eightfold ministry. Every time Paul makes a list of gifts, he, he doesn't have a uniform list. They're always different. Um, 
for for example, there's one in First Corinthians 12, I think uh, 11 through 13. There's another list in Romans 12. There is this list. There's another list in First Corinthians 12, 28. All of them are different. And all it just tells us that Paul does not have a uh, a a uniform list of gifts. He he uses different ones. He expresses different ones apparently for different purposes and for the different places and people to whom he is writing. But this is his introduction to these leadership gifts of apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher that we're going to get into when we get to verse 11. But this is his way of introducing them. And this is why they are sometimes called ascension gifts, because they're related to the Holy Spirit. And it was when Jesus ascended on high, sat down at the right hand of God, that he then began pouring out his Holy Spirit, and these gifts began to be distributed to his people. So Paul says, therefore he says, and he's quoting from an Old Testament scripture, when he ascended on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts to men. And this is probably alluding giving, uh, to a picture that the people would be familiar with, that when a conquering army that has been away, let's, we'll, we'll just use an example of Rome. Say a, uh, an army has been sent out from Rome uh, to plunder and conquer a distant people. And they do conquer the people, and they plunder them. They take, they take their cattle, their gold, their silver, their goods, anything that is of value, and they come back in triumph. And uh, the most important people of that city or nation they have conquered, they would have them in chains, um, and, and they would come back in a parade leading these captives behind them. And they would have all of this plunder. And as, as they would come into the city out of their overflow and excess, they would, they would be giving away gifts to people as they came into the city. And this is sort of the picture, I believe, that Paul has in mind when he says of Jesus, when he ascended on high, <laughs> he led captivity captive and gave gifts to men. Now. The word men there is, is is not a good translation. I remember years ago, someone sending me an email and they asked me specifically, they said the word men in Ephesians 4, 8, is that the word for males or is that the word for people? Well, I got out my Greek interlinear and sure enough, it was the Greek word anthropoi. The Greek word for men as a male is anor. The Greek word for woman as a female is gune. But when a writer is referring to a mixed audience of both men and women, he would use anthropoi, which means people. And so Paul says, as he's introducing these leadership gifts, when he ascended on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts to people, which shows clearly that these leadership gifts or these ascension gifts are given to both men and women. Verse 9. Now, some of you, I, I sense that somebody, that, that's, 
you're having to let that settle down inside of you. Go back and read that over and realize that that word is people. He gave gifts to people. He gave gifts to women and men, men and women. What gifts did he give to them? Well, the ones he's now going to introduce, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. Verse 9, now this, he ascended, what does it mean? But that, that he also first descended into the lower parts of the earth. And this is probably talking about God coming down into the, uh, and becoming a human being in the incarnation, dying on a Roman cross, a shameful, humiliating death in that, in that era, in that time. But verse 10 says, he who descended is also the one who ascended. We read about that in uh, chapter 1, verse 9, verse, yeah, start around verse 19. He who descended is also the one who ascended far above all the heavens that he might fill all things. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry for the edifying of the body of Christ till we all come to the unity of the faith. Now here Paul is telling us why these, these gifts were given to the church. And, and some, you, you know, you can make the argument, and some do, that these are not gifts that God gives to people. These are people that God gives as gifts to his church. Because in verse 12, he says that the reason that he has given these gifts is for the equipping of the saints. The word equip means to prepare. It was, it was a word that was used in the preparing or the, the uh, mending of nets. When a fisherman, he's been using his nets and, and the nets are be, have, have been torn, they've been broken, and they're needing mending. And when he would mend his nets, it's the very same word that is used here for the mending, for the preparing for the equipping of the saints. So there is a legit, legitimate argument that these are not just gifts that God gives to people. These are people that God gives as gifts to his church for the church of equipping, for the purpose of equipping God's people into the work of the ministry. And we'll, we're going to have to continue on this in our next episode. Now, this is a very, some very, powerful truths that Paul is getting into that will transform our understanding of church leadership, of church ministry, and of the body of Christ. So don't miss these next episodes. In the meantime, I'm Eddie Hyatt. Check out my website, eddiehyatt.com. My new book, uh, Discovering the Real Jesus, should be available today from Amazon and from our website at eddiehot.com. Uh, and I will look forward to seeing you next time.